are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right. Covering down on some major ground across the northern half of the most beautiful state in the entire nation, Alabama. And, I mean, we go way on down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi, thrown in just for good measure. Hey, um, I'm doing number one of the Triple Dipper, the DOD in Bama. And I'll start off with the with the story that uh, seems to never end. Um, I will say this, first of all, if you're not familiar, Alabama is one of the most military-centric states um, in the nation. I mean, we've got, think about the active installations we've got. Uh, now, of course, we lost um, um, Fort McClellan years back, but, but, but McClellan is still a major National Guard training center. Anderson Army Depot is one of the major depots where we do lots of refurbishment of, of, uh, of, of vehicles and, and, and get them back into uh, combat-ready status uh, and, and then on, on top of a bunch of other things they do. Uh, we've got Redstone Arsenal, which, of course, is one of the most major installations in the Army's inventory now. We've got Maxwell Air Force Base, which is the schoolhouse for the uh, entire Air Force. That's where all of their, uh, their major, uh, the Air War College and other uh, advanced uh, training uh, is located. Not to mention the fact that we have the uh, F-35 wing down there that uh, uh, I think it's the 187th, I believe, uh, fighter wing, which is uh, their legacy is the uh, the Red Tails, the uh, Tuskegee Airmen. Uh, then we have, um, of course, uh, the, the, the naval shipyards uh, down in um, uh, Mobile where Austell is building uh, combat-ready ships. And then we have the uh, Coast Guard station on the coast. And then we also have, by the way, Fort Rucker, which is changing its name. Uh, Fort Rucker is the uh, home of Army Aviation and has got a long history of training uh, combat pilots. Well, one of the newest additions to Alabama's military inventory. But by the way, I got to jump back and say this. I checked the stats right before we came on. I checked the stats. Alabama has the 10th highest population per capita of veterans of any state in the nation. I thought it was higher than that, but it's still the 10th highest. Over 8% of our population are veterans. And, and most of the top 10 are in the eights. A couple of them are in the nines. And the only one who's bigger than that is um, Alaska is like at 11.2%. But, uh, but yeah, we got, we got one of the highest per capita populations of veterans, 315,000 plus veterans in the population right here in Alabama. Very cool. That being said, what in God's name is going on with Space Command? For the love, people, can you just admit you're scared of the politics, but you know you have to make a decision? And let me just point out to you, by the way, if you are the secretary of the whole freaking Air Force and you're scared to make a decision, perhaps you should not be secretary of the whole freaking Air Force. Just saying. Well, according to the article here on AL.com that came out yesterday, the Air Force is doing, quote, some additional analysis before announcing whether or not Space Command headquarters will remain in Colorado or move to Alabama. So says the actual Air Force secretary himself. His quote is, I had hoped to make a decision and make an announcement earlier. We're doing some additional analysis. We want to make sure we've got this right and have a well-defended decision. <laughs> what, what that says is, uh... It's kind of scary because people are mad and I don't know what to do. And uh, anyway, Colorado, it says, has been fighting since Redstone Arsenal in Huntsville came out on top in the official Pentagon review of competitors for the base. 
The command started in Colorado Springs, and Colorado has been fighting furiously to keep it. And then, believe it or not, the latest attack on that question has to do with Alabama's ban on abortion. So that's the question. That's where we are. So, so the additional analysis, could it possibly be related to whether or not we're a pro-life state? That's just, that's some jackleg decision-making right there. Says the website military.com reported this uh, week that uh, Secretary of the Air Force Kendall uh, suggested that, quote, one factor would be potentially putting two combatant commands in Colorado. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that. Maybe there's more to it than just abortion. But what he's saying there is we already have another combatant command in uh, Colorado. Maybe we don't need two. And, and that's true. I think NORTHCOM, is it NORTHCOM is based there, I believe? Um, so, yeah, U.S. Northern Command. I'm sorry. Yeah, NORTHCOM. U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville said today he believes the Pentagon has a pretty good idea what they want to do. They just don't want to. They just don't know which way they're going. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, oh, we don't know which way they're going. There you go. He says we hear a lot from Colorado, and Colorado wasn't even in on this in the first go round. They weren't one of the locations that was really being investigated. And we all know, said Tuberville, that Huntsville is the best place. Redstone Arsenal is the best place. Number one, because of security. We got to have security for Space Command. There's no better place than Redstone Arsenal. With all the things we got behind the wall there, NASA, missile defense, FBI. Anyway, Tuberville's on it. So is the rest of our delegation. And um, the, the, the article goes on to point out that Alabama won fair and square uh, and passed every gate that they could put in front of it. All right, DOD in Bama. What else you got? Well, here's another story that came out yesterday. So one of the other installations that has a lot to do with the military on the civilian side is um, the uh, Airbus facility down in the Mobile area. So down there, I think they're at Brooklyn Field down there in, in Mobile. Well, Alabama's congressional delegation criticized and lamented on Wednesday a decision by the U.S. Air Force that halts competition for the next coveted air tanker contract. So the bottom line is this. They were going to build what's known as the KCY Bridge Tanker Program, uh, which is the next generation of air refueling tankers. Airbus was in the running. You know, everything that happens in a big contract, not even a big contract, small contracts, in the, uh, the government has to go through a bid process unless they can find good grounds to avoid the bid process, like perhaps there's, a, there's some exigent circumstances, some emergency proclamation. Anyway, apparently the Air Force's top weapons buyer, uh, a guy named Andrew Hunter, um, he represented that uh, for the second time since 2011, a prize military program will not result in aircraft being built in Mobile. They've decided to forego competition. They're foregoing the idea of competitive bids. Tell me why that's a good idea. And U.S. Representative Jerry Carl, Congressman Carl from down there in Mobile, he said, as an American taxpayer, I find it offensive that bureaucrats in the Air Force refuse to hold an open competition for the KCY Bridge Tanker Program. He said the decision is going to re result in massive waste of taxpayer dollars and does not give our armed forces the best tools. Um, Alabama and Georgia officials pushed really hard last year to get that competition um, to build the next 160 or so tankers. U.S. Senator Katie Britt says the Air Force's decision amounts to just a temporary setback. She believes it will come back around. Anyway, all that to say, we were supposed to see an Airbus opportunity to put a lot of people to work in Alabama building the next generation tanker. Instead, they're going to just continue to retrofit existing uh, airframes uh, under a Boeing contract. Yeah, well, I get a little leery when I find out that there's a no-bid opportunity like that. 
I get a little I get a little leery when I find out that something that is as big and political as Space Command is followed by another opportunity for Alabama being quashed. Like, oh, I don't know. Were we seeing too many opportunities? I don't know. Um, I will say this, though. Alabama has done pretty well. It's, I mean, look at what's happening at Redstone. Look at, what, look at the beef up at Anderson Army Depot. Look at the fact that we got that F-35 fighter wing. I was proud to help pass some legislation that helped to sort of usher that thing forward uh, back in the day. Uh, we've got some good things going on. As evidenced by, not so long ago, uh, this was in December, Yellowhammer News reports that when they passed the NDAA, that Alabama had several wins written into it. And keep in mind that uh, Congressman Mike Rogers uh, from Alabama, who we have been unable to schedule for an interview, and I hope we can get to make that work sometime soon, but uh, that Congressman Mike Rogers is the new chairman of House Armed Services. That's a big deal. And uh, Tuberville sits on Senate Armed Services. Says the U.S. House of Representatives voted to approve the fiscal year 2023 National Defense Authorization Act, and it included a number of wins for Alabama. Things like uh, funding additional projects for Anderson Army Depot's DLA warehouse, uh, Auburn University receiving a grant for a military battery research program, uh, increased and in authorized funds for um, armored multipurpose vehicle procurement for Alabama, increased and authorized funds for striker upgrades, all these things and more. I mean, we got stuff like, you know, beefing up the Montgomery Regional Airport to base the F-35s I was talking about. Um, DOD education activities at Maxwell Air Force Base. Tons of stuff written into this thing. And we're not talking about just pork. We're talking about enhancing existing systems so that we're seeing Alabama's DOD presence preserved and maintained and growing, uh, which is nothing but good for Alabama. And that's the way it should be. I mean, like I said, this is a patriotic state. This is a state where we have the 10th highest per capita number of veterans in our population of any state in the nation, which I find very cool. But then on top of that, we want it to continue to grow. So what else is happening at some of those bases? Well, we do have information that I'll get to in just a minute about how much the FBI is going to spend long-term in building out their facilities uh, out there at Redstone. And then I've got information here about the renaming of Fort Rucker, which you may be tracking, but it's happening. In the meantime, Boomer, take us to a break, brother. We'll do that right now. We'll come right back. Coming up here pretty shortly, by the way, top of the hour. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite segments every single week, Boomer and McQueen. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right. Hey, by the way, the text lines are open, and man, are they open. I mean, like people are all in the text lines right now. So if you want to text in, the number is 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. That's the number. Uh, let me jump over here because I've had several today. And I'm going to go ahead and just say right now, all of y'all that text in, nothing but love for you, but my favorite text of the day, maybe the week, maybe the month, <laughs> is from Devin and Killen. Devin and Killen says, starting her off on the right path. Thanks, Phil and Boomer. And he sends a picture. And what I can see is he's sitting there with his little bitty, his little bitty sitting in his lap, drinking her bottle, and they're watching us on the live stream. You can see it in the picture. That's just... Awesome. And I am wishing right now, Boomer, at some point, we got to get like, um, what would you call it? Like baby, like right like side ruffian onesies? Some onesies. Yes, yeah, so right We're gonna side get some, ruffian and onesies. And it'll be uh, future ruffians. That's that's what uh, Devin was saying. I was like, I like that. That's that's the future ruffians. Oh, I see it where he says, <laughs> he does say that. He, yeah. says, he says, y'all need future ruffian three to six T onesies. Yes. I, I think that's like a great it. idea. I'm digging it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna find a, a way to make this happen, <laughs> Devin. Man, thanks so much for that. Appreciate you. Thanks for being in the audience. Uh, Allie from Athens was just texting in, you know, just kind of checking in about the, uh, um, the 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 right side way of the day. He wants to send it out to some people. I appreciate that. By the way, if you ever want to do that kind of thing, which I, I'm flattered by that, and I'm also honored by it. Um, so what happens is every single day, Boomer takes a show and he podcasts it. In other words, he takes a show, divides it up into segments, like the Right Side Way monologue might be a segment by itself, an interview with somebody like we had the Ted Nugent thing might be by itself. Then the Dippers will stand by themselves. Anyway, he'll take the show and put it up there in segments in every version of podcasting known to man, Apple, Podbean, Google, all the stuff. And you can go get it. And the podcast is going bananas. We're at like 100, almost 124,000 right now downloads of the podcast so praise god thank you much and uh we uh you can always grab a segment like that like like Allie was talking about she wants somebody else to hear it so she can send it to a friend what you got bud yeah so one hundred and twenty-four thousand two hundred. Oh, oh i was right oh yeah we had a big spike today wow i love it wow well then there's also by the way the second podcast the the next layer in the right side multiverse is the the new podcast being hosted by Boomer and the lovely McQueen. Oh yeah. The Right Life the podcast. The Right Life podcast. Digging it. Uh, every and, Wednesday we release a couple. And apparently a lot of other folks are digging it too already. Yeah, it's it's going great. Loving it. Uh Anita from uh, South Huntsville. Um, she says it's either Anita S. from Huntsville or Anita from South Huntsville. I'm not sure which that is. <laughs> anyway, she says, uh, while petty symbolic acts from the left know few bounds these days, I would bet that Space Command ends up in North Alabama. The swamp that would benefit from Lockheed and Boeing better be, be, being better situated would be willing to put up with AOC and the like screaming. I agree. You were spot on, Anita. I think it is going to wind up here, and I'm ready for it just to be finalized. Uh, Ike from Somerville just sent in the Army symbol and says, hoorah, there uh, you go. Um, what else we got? Uh, Bruce from Hazel Green asking where I did the uh, swamp phase of Ranger School. He said he did survival school at Tyndall Air Force Base. Same swamp? Nope. Different swamp. Camp Rudder, uh, where the Army Ranger School does swamp phase, is a part of Eglin Air Force Base down yonder in Fort Walton Way. Uh, Brian from Huntsville, with regards to the um, the, the the tankers uh, not being uh, you know competitively bid, says comp competition makes a stronger lethargy occurs when you just simply get granted something. Totally agree. Um, 
And then uh, let's see. Let me get into my stuff real quick before I run out of time. The FBI. So while this is not a DOD thing, what it isn't doing is what it is doing is enhancing the facilities out there at Redstone. AL.com had a piece that ran right out about a month, a uh, month and a half ago. It says funding for the ongoing construction at the new FBI campus on Redstone Arsenal has now exceeded three billion dollars. Three billion dollars. As part of the $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill passed by Congress last month, $652 million was allocated for FBI construction at the Army Post in Huntsville, which pushes the total spending for that facility or facilities to now $3.1 billion. In fact, what they're saying is this is going to be considered the south headquarters of the FBI. It's going to be like the other headquarters. I mean, main, main, main post, main headquarters is still going to wind up being uh, in DC, but the, um, the facilities they're building here are so extensive. Um, they're, they're, they're looking at having almost like two campuses, uh, here in, at Redstone. Um, they're going to have four buildings on one campus. And then the other campus is going to be primarily training with places where they can do uh, high tech simulated, uh, uh, training events, uh, you know, uh, driving courses, all that. Uh, but the $3.1 billion development out there, uh, at um, uh, at Redstone. Uh, last couple things here in the DOD in Bama. Just so you know, Fort Rucker is changing its name because apparently there was a Confederate named Rucker. Did not know that. I don't think anybody who's ever been to Fort Rucker knew that. It's like Fort Benning. I didn't know Fort Benning was named after a Confederate. Who knew and who cared? Nobody. We went there for training, and it became that place. And when you say Benning, when you've been to Ranger School or the Infantry Course or learned how to jump out of airplanes, you're like, oh, you don't even call it Fort anymore. You go, Benning, where are you at? Benning. I'm going to Benning. Um, you know, Rucker, I'm down in Rucker, learning how to fly at Rucker. Well, we got to change the names because apparently after 100 years, somebody might have gotten offended. Well, that's very important. I will say this, according to the article here on uh, Dothan Eagle, uh, dated October of this past year, the name, if you weren't familiar for Fort Rucker, is now going to be Fort Novosel, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, and I'm not trying to say it wrong. Uh, it's, it's Novosel or Novosel. I'm not sure which. It is named, by the way, for a pretty amazing individual, Chief Warrant Officer 4 Michael J. Novosel, an Army aviator who joined the Corps, Army Air Corps in 1941, served all the way up through Vietnam, retired as a CW-4, actually was uh, awarded the, uh, the Medal of Honor uh, for his time as a dust-off pilot uh, evacuating troops uh, from, you know, uh, hot LZs in, um, in Vietnam. So, uh, yeah, I get it. Um, I don't get it, but I get it. Uh, I like the idea that we have a Medal of Honor winner who earned his bones uh, saving lives, um, and he's a combat aviator, which fits in the theme for, for Rucker. But still, the whole name change thing was so political. And then lastly, as the war rages on in Ukraine, just keep in mind... CBS 42 reports a lot of those Javelin anti-tank missiles that are just destroying the Russian army right now are built right here in Troy, Alabama. You can even see pictures online with the Troy, Alabama stamp right there on the side of the missile casing. All right, folks, that's it. DOD and Bama coming up next. Boomer and McQueen. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.